Okay, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is our, our opportunity before the European uh, Open kicks off. It's our opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, good morning everyone, good to have you with us. So let's get straight into it then. We've got very um, kind of erratic and unpredictable markets right now. There's, there's kind of no other word for it. And the markets are still clearly digesting um, what its next move is likely to be. And there's a bit of a trade-off between, will the Fed focus on um, the the um, inflation story, which has been you know grappling with for over a year now, nearly a year and a half? Um, are they going to continue to focus on that and try and resolve the inflation story? Or are they going to switch their attentions to you know, a potential recession, uh, the fact that there is downsides to pushing up rates so will they kind of ignore the inflation story and focus more on the recessionary side of things if so that impacts um obviously interest rates quite considerably and these markets are struggling to gauge exactly uh how the the, the fed are going to proceed at this point and as a result it's a bit of it's a bit of a tough market condition now um so let's get straight into it then we'll we'll, we'll um we just do this intro. Um, all profitable traders, uh, you know, with, with markets such as this, um, it's still obviously important to be focusing and looking at the right trades. There's also, we've got a budget out in the UK as well today. So if you remember what happened to Quasi Quartang's mini budget uh, last, um, what month was it? It was kind of October, wasn't it, of last year? Um, yeah, all, all hell broke loose. So let's let's see. I'm sure it's going to be a lot more considered. I'm sure they've done their 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 work beforehand. Um, unlike uh, Quasi Quartang's um, budget growth budget, ironically. So what markets to trade? Where do we then want to enter these markets? Exit? How much? How do we manage risk? Trade management and trade psychology, all important f factors. And it's really this. This trade psychology side of things is what's really um, impacting markets at the moment because, you know, is there confidence or is there not confidence? And, and there's, there's, there's real concerns that, you know, this, this banking situation in the US and it could have got really out of hand very, very quickly. So um, the government and the Fed stepped in to, to backstop, you know, deposits, um, which is... Uh, you know, yet another significant move. And it shows you the fragility behind that sits behind these markets. And we're trying to trade off the back of that, of course, but um, we don't always get sort of coherent conditions in which to make decisions. And this is one of these kind of periods of time at the minute. So um, we do address these considerations live every day in our trade room. Uh, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach. Uh, being accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, being patient as well. So let's show you these uh, the, today's news event because it, it is quite important. So we'll go. We'll have a look at today. Just um, today's events very shortly. Just taking a little step back. Um, really, CPI was 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 all in focus and all the cpi numbers came in in line with expectations so we saw a mild improvement uh, on the cpi headline rate um uh 
although coming in line with uh, with expectations. Uh, same situation for the monthly headline CPI number and the core CPI, excluding uh, energy and food, uh, coming in actually higher than expected. So, you know, broadly speaking, we do have mildly higher inflation than perhaps was anticipated. So you can probably take that away from this event. Now, we roll on to today's um, market news, today the 15th of March. So just focus on the US uh, so far. We're going to have a series of PPI numbers, and this is all at 12.30. It's the, it's the earlier time. Normally, it's 1.30. So just be mindful, we had daylight saving in, the, in North America last weekend, so clocks have gone back. So everything's a little bit earlier. And we will, just to let you know, we will be broadcasting from sort of uh, 12.25, probably later on, um, or should I say early this afternoon. So feel free to join us a little bit earlier than normal, um, just to encapsulate this uh, the, these numbers. And again, we, we look at uh, PPI numbers. We've got the headline rate, uh, which is looking to improve reasonably significantly from 0 0.7 to 0 0.3. Um, we've also got um, core PPI, which is looking fairly resilient. So um, improvement on the, the food and the energy side of things, but not so much across uh, the core components. Um, so still uh, significant problems. Um, inflation more broadly, you know, we're seeing strong improvements uh, across the um, uh, demand and um, um, it's really the, the, the services sector that's seeing probably the proportionally the, the largest uh, kind of inflation. So, and the thing is about PPI as well is is it it's the input costs. So, if the input costs increase um, perhaps in line or, or above expectations then it's, it's a cost structure that's probably likely to be passed on to the consumer, which push prices higher, get more CPI. Um, so it's, um, and there was some concerns last time with the 0 0.7. So um, if we look at the, if we look at the chart, came in way above expectation. So we're expecting 0 0.4 last month and we saw a bit of a spike. You can see it can be an erratic number. So we're seeing a positive, we're expecting to see some PPI growth uh, of 0 0.3. So it really does, we're perhaps not seeing the deflation that the Fed were talking about in the last meeting. And uh, in, it, also at the same time, we're gonna be hearing um, from um, Jeremy Hunt uh, in the UK. He'll be um, discussing his annual budget. Um, so we're gonna, get details in terms of you know income and expenditure for the UK so likely to be um, an eventful uh, news event uh, we also have a couple of other important news events like manufacturing index for example is it getting better is it getting is it improving uh, and then retail sales so there's there's a big debate whether the Fed will continue to focus on inflation and try to address inflation to bring it down or will they switch tack and start getting a bit more concerned about the overall economy and uh, keep rates without without looking to raise rates? And the one problem with that is you 
you generally need to put get rates above inflation if you want to try and not let inflation run away and uh, it crippled the, the economy anyway. Um, and of course, the higher inflation goes, the higher the um, the interest rates will have to go. You don't want to leave uh, inflation go unchecked. Uh, it's a very destructive force. Um, so the, the, the Fed are going to have to be careful if they start ignoring inflation and focusing on some of the systemic economic risks of raising rates then that's a very short-term solution the the long-term fix is, is going to be inflation um because if it if it if it starts running away again uh, which inflation has has the propensity to be able to do that um then there'll be a another round of, of very aggressive rate hikes and then it makes a bad situation much much worse so this is what we're we're, we're actually curious to see how the fed play this um, i'm sure they're going to see what happens between now and, and next wednesday and see where the, the the fallout happens to reveal itself and this is the thing it's like we nearly had a full-on banking crisis uh, over the weekend and when the markets opened on monday um in the end they came out with a, a massive um guaranteeing deposits uh scheme so uh that 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 underwrites you know um makes cash available for the banking system in the us and um yeah this is really as a result of two or three sort of medium level banks this isn't actually any of the big big guys just yet so it's going to be fascinating developments this is why it's more about psychology at the minute than it is about you know technical opportunities and, and buying highs and buying lows these markets are going to react very aggressively depending on news as it as it comes in um so the next focus clearly is uh things like um these ppi numbers that are due out so we've got an again quite an interesting market condition um so clearly still and yesterday sort of finished fairly bullish so there was a bit of a bit of upside we, we we just want to stay in these markets that we're currently in at the moment um and it looks like they're beginning to roll back over to the downside so will we get another another leg lower in these markets that's that's the question um there's no reason to suggest that you know monday's selling is now finished with um that may prove to be the case but uh and another sort of aspect to, to just keep an eye on and it's probably more confusing than anything is is the the uh, the two-year treasury so we had one of the biggest um drops in in the two-year treasury since the since the late 80s and then we've had a very significant bounce uh, in a very short period of time and actually the levels are kind of up here 437 so we've retraced probably a third of the, the the caps and as this market's coming over to the downside we would be looking at the indices and suggesting okay maybe there is a genuine opportunity until we see a very very significant reversal and, and pullback on on those lows and that's kind of where we're at so um, this is a tough market to be 
ultra bullish with, but it's not to say that we won't get some significant opportunities. And we're still looking for that risk off market condition along with a strong dollar. So that hasn't changed too much. Let's see what else we've got. Um, getting a little bounce in, in US oil. We did get below that monthly low. Um, and we've got We've got, um, so this is a, a long-term sideways moving market. We're down at these lower levels, of course, um, but we've been in this little pattern now since um, November. So mildly lower highs and, and uh, well, this is the problem with, with, with oil. Um, it is forecasting in the last couple of days and suggesting there is trouble ahead. There is demand is likely to be impacted. So, clouds are forming maybe the fed will switch their tack and start focusing on the economic fallout rather than focusing on inflation because the last thing that that the um the fed and and the government should want to see happen is financial conditions begin to loosen again um and you know there'll be sort of a bit of a positive response across asset prices and equity markets as a result and we don't really want that because that's just going to add fuel to the fire and we might see a reemergence of of the inflation story which is which is coming down it's coming down very slowly but it is coming down um so we just want to keep all options open really that's kind of where we're at and, and the market's been very cagey as you can see um so gold so there's a there's an opportunity to sell gold and we're running into these support levels we 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 prefer to be sort of buying gold really at these at these times. Um, but look at the level, look at the highs which we ran into. It's, it's previously these lows. So this is a place where you could get a strong rollover and uh, below the uh, 1896, you'd have your stop loss above it. So there is a potential opportunity here. Uh, let's see what this is. Um, yeah, it's the 1895. So let's have a look at that. So 1895. Okay, let's see what else there is. Um, we can see if we get a rollover in these equity markets. Oil, not too comfortable with. Yeah, so actually a strong reversal from Monday's lows um, across the, the yen pairs. I want to see the dollar yen as well because that's the yen is selling off quite considerably against the, the dollar. So it's it, we were talking on Monday whether it would be a, a net gain. Uh, the, the yen would be a flight to safety, and it, it seems like it's kind of uncoupling uh, yet again. So where is the, where is the risk-off trade across these, across these currency markets? That's what we're – that's the question we're asking because we can't really – all we're seeing is a, is a relatively weaker um, a relatively weaker dollar. So will it start to pick up a bit of strength? Certainly off the back of um, a bit of a resurgence in, in the bond yields. Bond yields down, dollar down, bond yields up, dollar up. And that's all linked to central bank kind of interest rates 
So will we find a bit of support? We're running into strong support in here in markets like dollar CAD. So there is the potential for probably a better uh, dollar dollar risk trade. Um, you see, if we got if we fail to to break these highs and we get strong rollover price action, we'd probably expect it further to the downside. So we can probably be a little bit patient in waiting for that same situation strong resistance around these these highs and that's pretty much where we find ourselves so at some point there might be some decent dollar trades to, to get hold of it looks like they're beginning to set up um don't really like euro pound uh euro yen it looks like we're, we're continuing up to these highs we're, we're you could put a little box around these uh these prices here In fact, we had a lot of question marks over yesterday's um, price action. So unfortunately, it looks like those question marks prevail. So we're back to where we started. A um, bit of a sell trade in gold. Uh, we're still looking for indices to, to actually roll over, uh, which they're not doing just yet. So let's give them a bit of time, a bit of effort. And, and now we're, we're bouncing up to 4.36. So, so a wild... Um, a bond market really that's that's kind of where we're at so we're we're almost going to stick with our position really we think the fed do need to to take uh, the inflation the inflation story really quite seriously we think it would be a mistake if they didn't um they keep saying that they've you know that the the banking system is safe and we've taken steps to secure everything and everything's good again so if we believe that that's the case, then there shouldn't be any issues with um, with raising rates um, if things are as safe as they're sort of say, saying to us. And don't get us wrong, we wouldn't have much faith in, in, in the political system, um, really, in, at times like this. Now, they stepped in very proactively and prevented, you know, a run in, in, in US banks. So I suppose that's short term that's obviously a really good thing okay so today's trade plan so uh so really we're just awaiting we can almost stalk these markets and await this risk off market condition um and that's probably enough we're still looking for us indice weakness we're still looking for dollar strength um, further DAX, uh, FTSE, Nikkei weakness we didn't really get and we've got a potential sell trade now in, in gold. So gold now we're going to look at. Sell trade below and this would be the dollar strength trade really. It's the 18.95 and it would mean we'd have a stop loss above the 2000. Um, sorry, the $1,900 level. Please note we have important US inflation numbers. Um,
So we'd be anticipating that that sort of potential move. All right, so this is our trade plan for the day there, guys. Um, we're awaiting risk off market conditions. So we're just really stalking and waiting and being patient. We're not we're not forcing any issues really. We're not jumping in and out of loads of trades. We're reserving our capital. We're we're still in three three trades uh, along these lines. So they might still perform, but you know um, they've certainly you know pulled back and been very anxious really the last few days. So we're still looking for U.S. industry weakness. We're still looking for U.S. dollar strength. We're looking for a gold sell below 80.95. If we get into any trades, we can just reduce down the trade size, just take into account uh, these sort of quite choppy and unusual market conditions at the minute. And please note, we have important U.S. inflation and economic numbers again today with further risk off market moves expected eventually. So that's kind of our, our position. So let's post this into the chat box, guys, and we'll switch rooms now. So um, you can take that away with you. It's just there in your chat box. So any questions, feel free to post them. And we look forward to seeing you guys um, again um, either tomorrow or uh, if you're joining us for our live trade rooms today, we'll see you very shortly. Um, so we do trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the European session and again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. Now today we are actually starting a little bit earlier about 12.25, we'll just get a little bit of a heads up on the CPI and, and economic numbers uh, coming through and we'll uh, we'll look to see if we can potentially position ourselves. If there's any major shocks in any direction, it could be the, the, the sort of the pivot point really for these markets. So let's see what comes in today. We've been remarkably patient this week, I think for very, very good reason. I think it's worthwhile taking that little step back and seeing how these markets are going to unfold. And they've not really made that much progress um, across the board really um, since Monday. So um, let's see where these markets end up. All right, then, guys, uh, for, for more information, obviously just go to livetrader.com and feel free to uh, chat with us through the chat function as well if you have any questions. So on that note, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Take care. Bye-bye.